And we are live. Lead off talk with myself, Caitlin, joined as always by Gabe. Gabe, we're back. How's it going there? I know. I'm doing great. How are you doing? It's great to be back also. Yeah. It's it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. I think our last episode, it was right before the the playoffs and uh, boy, were we wrong because. Yeah, we we were wrong about, about everything. Because, I mean, like, I think I picked the Phillies to win the East and the Braves ended up, like, going on a run and ultimately winning the uh, the World Series. Yep. Um, just kind of, you know what, before, I know we had something else, you know, we're, we're going to go over um, the free agency uh, for the MLB as of right now. Um, obviously, they're in a lockout and we'll talk about that uh, at some point, too. But, you know, <clears throat> when we were in the thick of things, we went through all of the, the trade deadline deals and the Braves went out and spent early and often. And you see what happens. Like they were super aggressive at the deadline. Obviously. So, I mean, they right. lost Ozuna because of, you know, his off the field issues. Being a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. Acuna um, <laughs> tearing his, his knee right before the all-star break. And uh, yeah, man, it's a, uh, it's kind of something, right? No, well, yeah. It's I mean, it's funny too because I, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. If I remember correctly, we were we were like the Braves did a lot, but like what do we understand what they did? Because they kept they got like ninety corner outfielders. Remember, we were mm-hmm. thinking like they did a lot, but like th- doesn't make sense. And fuck, yeah, they they knew what they were doing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, for the, real. I mean, Eddie Rosario. I mean, in Cleveland, he was average, if that, and then he was uh, i mean mvp for the braves i mean holy crap that man could not not get on base yeah. they just they did everything they needed to do yeah i mean it was um you know jock had a couple pinch hit home runs throughout the playoffs um you know solaire came up clutch uh oh yeah solaire i forgot about yeah <sighs> i mean they had him hitting lead off as in the <laughs> when he hits a home run like yeah. uh. Like in Houston, game one, it's like everything worked out for them. And it's, you know, obviously that's not going to happen every year. But, I mean, that's the dream that every single move that you make um, works out. It works out exactly that because ultimately they didn't give up a lot, really. Um, They gave up nothing for, I think, so late for Eddie. They gave the guy that we released. Yeah. Which was just Pablo <laughs> Sandoval at that. At that yeah, point. and we released him. But he never, he never even like walked into Cleveland. Nope. And I think Adam Duvall was one player or two, but they're all low level players. Same with Jock, mm-hmm. and the same with Solaire. Like none of them, they didn't give up like a top twenty prospect for any of those guys. I'm almost positive. And then you go win the World Series. Like, come on. And I mean, it also helps that the dream. Uh, obviously, Freddie Freeman's Freddie, having Freddie Freeman is yeah. You know, kind I of mean, it also helps they have. Yeah, they have the best infield in baseball too. You could say. you could argue they have one of the best infields in baseball. Oh yeah, uh, um, and Austin Riley showed who Austin like, Riley who yeah. Austin Riley could be in the playoffs. I mean, I mean during the whole season he did, but I mean if he keeps that up, he's an MVP Cowboy player every year. Yep, and um, Ozzy Albies is obviously one of the best. Um, and really, they did it with two starting pitchers. Um, yeah. I mean, down the run, like that, you know, they had 
they had Charlie Morton, but he gets hurt in what game two, and, and they're finished out. the inning. Yeah, I think people don't understand that. I forgot what With he the broken what was like leg. Broke, yeah, broken leg. My dude, fit, and then he apologized to his teammates after the game. Are you uh-huh. shitting me? <laughs> if I break my leg, first off, you're not gonna find me in the clubhouse after the game. I'm gonna be in the hospital crying, <laughs> let alone apologizing. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, just the whole kind of situation with Atlanta was kind of funny, right? Because yeah, what was it? Late May, early June, they they basically take the um, All Star game out of Georgia, out of Atlanta, or I, I guess it's Cobb County. I think it's you know a, like a like a like. 20, 30 minutes away from Atlanta um, now, right. but they <clears throat> they take away their um, their All Star game for because of political reasons, mm-hmm. and <laughs> next thing you know, <laughs> yeah, they get the World Series, they win the World Series, and um, they're kind of like the center of baseball for at least yeah. for the time, or you know. And the thing is, I think most while. people like unless like. I don't know who the Braves' big R tribal is. Maybe I don't know the Mets. I would think Phillies, the Mets, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Mets are, okay, but like outside of like that, like those towns, you don't find many people who hate the Braves. Mm-hmm. I think everybody likes the Braves. I mean, and like their team is. I mean, obviously, I, I wish Acuna could have been on the team because he's probably one of the fun, funnest baseball players to watch in baseball. If you could pick, probably like a top five, he's in there. I would think. Yeah. So it's kind of sad that we couldn't watch him, but I mean. I, there's not one guy on that team I dislike. I mean, my boy JT, who won another, won a got a got a ring, uh, Cleveland legend. So, <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm just I'm happy for the town, the Atlanta. They deserved it. Well, and like think- like you said, I mean, when you go when your front office goes out there and makes moves like that, and you repay them like how you did, I mean, that's what you, all you ask for as an Indians fan is your mm-hmm. office make moves. Like Atlanta didn't go out there like we all said at the deadline. No one thought that they made moves to go win a World Series. They thought they made moves to contend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Made enough moves to get by. And look what happened. They won the thing. That's all you can ask for as a team. You want your front office to make the moves to put you in the situation where you can go and win it. And I think so it you, also, your manager can make the lineup. Yep. And it also kind of helped that, like, they just had – they just made so many moves where it was like, well, it was bound that a couple of them were – gonna right. work out and, and the fact they up, all did is they upsetting. all kind of worked out <laughs> <laughs> right um and and to your point about like people not really disliking the Braves I think um I think a you know a big factor has to be like for a long time they were on TBS because of uh Ted Turner and they owned you know he obviously he owned like TBS and right um and you know like the weekly baseball thing like they were they were on TV all the time. And uh, mm-hmm. and plus, I mean, you know, the iconic players throughout the years. And obviously, like, you know, it was brought up, you know, they're, they haven't won the World Series since they beat us in 95. Um, but, I mean, like, the, their players throughout history. I mean, who doesn't like Chipper Jones or Andrew Jones or, yeah. you know, they're it's, even like they're starting pitching. Like, Greg Maddox, like, <clears throat> yeah. nobody really dislikes those guys, I don't think. Right. That's the thing. I, don't, I mean – you can make a you can make a case that the first guy that people really didn't like him was because what happened this year is Ozuna. Yeah, really. And as soon as I, that I mean, call came out, obviously they didn't let him back on the team, which he shouldn't. But they didn't like they didn't hesitate about it. They were, mm-hmm. was gone right away. They they suspended him. He wasn't a part of the team anymore, which needs to happen until you figure out all the facts and everything that what happened. But yeah, I mean, 
like you said, Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, Andre Jones, uh, um, Maddox, you just can't, yeah, legends. Hank Aaron, I don't know why, I know that's a while ago, but he always pops in my head every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, congrats to them. And I think when you go up against the uh, uh, the Astros that everybody hates, um, I think everybody's just kind of rooting for, you know, it's more like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. But when everybody hates the Astros, it's like, well, we'll just pick the other team and we hope they win. And they did. <laughs> no, yeah, very true. So let's talk about the uh, this crazy MLB off MLB off season um, because well as of right now right it, they're locked out and nobody really expects a, a deal honestly um, between the owners and the MLB uh, Players Association uh, and their union um, nobody expects a deal anytime soon um, if you know the history of baseball. It, Honestly, like the MLB uh, Players Union is probably the strongest union of, probably throughout the world. I mean, uh, yeah. th- they they don't give a fuck. And um, in 94, they went on strike. Uh, I believe uh, they lost games. They lost the, the rest of that 94 season. Uh, they missed uh, games uh, in 95 which is why like they only played 144 games. Um, like this was not a surprise to anybody who's a baseball fan who's been following this. Um, but be- because of that, and like their CBA deal was set to expire at, uh, at I believe it was December 2nd, we basically had a month of, a month of crazy free agency. And, and yet a week too, a week of just yeah. crazy, like intense. It's like yeah. a month of crazy, but then a week again. But a intense. week of like everything just happening. Happening at once. At, yeah, exactly. At once. And my goodness, there was a lot of money thrown around to a lot of players. And, you know, some yeah. deservedly so, obviously. Um, to talk about probably the first, you want, I don't know, do you want to talk about specific players or do you want to talk about specific teams first? Uh, going out and um, paying a whole bunch of money. I, the, I mean, I mean, for, I mean, if you want to talk about teams, we can just start at Texas. I mean, yeah. they, they let out. I mean, we did. I mean, good for them. I mean, they they end up having what last year they had a they have a good shortstop in uh, Keitha. I don't know how to say his Isaiah name correctly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> he um, I'll call him Isaiah. He's a. I, I would say he's a. He's a. I wouldn't say average. He's better than average shortstop in the league. Mm-hmm. I would say. He's, Top fifteen, at least, don't you think? When you put there defensively, probably and hitting, I don't know. Yeah, I, w- I would say go, like he's he's just a solid. He's an all around good shortstop. He's yep. not amazing, but he, he'll do exactly what you need him to do, and he won't. He doesn't suck. They went out and got Corey Seager to play short, and then they get Marcus Simeon to play second. Like, are you shitting me? <laughs> That's one of the best middle infielders right there in baseball now. And then they have Isaiah, who can who used to be a catcher. I think people forget about that too. Like, what question is, like, what are they going to do with him now? But the money they spent on those two guys, like, my God. And then they went and got who I think is an underrated signing, John Gray out of Colorado. 
who I think could be a decent pitcher. I gave him like four years, 50 million or 55 million, which sounds like a lot, but really it's not that much for a pitcher. And if he works out, I mean, damn, Texas is doing big things around here. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the math right now um, on, on spot track uh, with all of their contracts. They've spent $561.2 million this offseason in total. That's ridiculous. Corey Seager. Gets Cleveland a, will get there in 20 years. <laughs> maybe, if, I mean, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> Corey Seager gets a 10-year, $325 million deal. Um, Marcus Simeon gets a seven-year, 175-year deal. You mentioned John Gray at uh, four years, 56 million. Uh, Cole Calhoun had a one-year deal with them at five million. You know, it's it's kind of weird, right? Because they go out, they just basically trade away Joey Gallo. Um, yeah. For a, they went quantity instead of quality, probably with a lot of their mm-hmm. picks. Uh, or, you know, not picks, but uh, prospects that they got back. And uh, we all were like, well, okay. And then it's just funny. Like, they just go out and next thing you know, it's like, hey, we're back. Like, by the team. Yeah. Yeah. And we're we're is, just going to buy another team. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, that division, I mean, the Astros are going to be, I mean, I don't, they're going to lose Korea, in my opinion. There's no way they're affording him unless the Astros decide they want to spend the money, which they do. Good for them. But, I mean, Seattle's a good, really good team now. I think Seattle is one of my favorite teams in baseball with their farm system and just their team in general. Yeah, and they go and then they Seattle went and got, got Robbie Way. Robbie yeah. Way, a five-year, $115 million deal. Yeah, I mean, it just – it's nice seeing these teams. And, like, Texas, that division's tough now. I mean, mm-hmm. look at the division going into last year. Before you even knew about Seattle, I think I had Seattle finish in second. I thought they were going to be my surprise team. Mm-hmm. But looking at the division, you always thought it's the Houston, then you have – the A's are what the A's are, but, like, they lost Melbourne, uh, uh, Melbourne now, so who knows what they're going to be like. You have Texas who's coming up. Seattle's coming up. The Astros, I think, will be coming down now. I'm not saying they're going to be awful, but I don't, I don't see them blown away with that division anymore. It's going to be interesting, that division now. It, it really is. Um, it's And, again, like, the, the, the offseason, I mean, there's still a lot of, you know, pretty decent names out there. Um, yeah. But, and the Angels went and got a pitcher. Yeah, I know yeah. it's uh, injury. I know it's an injured pitcher, <laughs> but they went and got a pitcher. I mean, that things we ask from every year is for them to go get a fucking pitcher, and they finally did it. So, and that's the biggest boomer bust probably for anybody, right? <clears throat> One year, twenty twenty two million or something like that for Noah Syndergaard. Uh, let's see. If he plays a full season, that'd be a monster. Yeah. But the question is, is he ever going to play a full season, yep. or not even a full season? Can you get three or four months out of him? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I like what the Angels did. They went and got a picture. But, like I said, that's the biggest boomer bust you could possibly go get. <laughs> right. I mean, and they re- I mean, they uh, re-signed uh, Regal Iglesias at their closer yeah. to a uh, four-year, $58 million. Uh, Aaron Loop, they signed. Um, Good signing. I like Loop. For two years, $17 million. I'm trying to, like, go through these. These release pitchers. It's interesting to see how these guys Michael can go Lorenzen. and get a minor league deal. Yeah. Oh, I love Lorenzen too. Uh, yeah, one year, uh, six point seven million. Um, yeah, just it's it's kind again. It's just kind of funny how 
I just, I don't know. It just, it's, it's one of those things where if you think about it, it's like, why not? I feel like they're still going to come up short because they're the angels. Yeah, oh, 100% because it's the angels. But at least I look at them this year and know that they've tried. I mean, that's my biggest issue is halftime with them is that we go into the year and we're like, well, they have Trout. Now we're like, they have Trout and Otani. But their pitching still sucks. At least this year we're like, their pitching could work out, but it could suck too. <laughs> like, it's like the Indians. The Indians were always like, they have the pitching. And the hitting, it could be good, but it could really suck too. <laughs> That's yeah, you know what I mean though. That's a, I feel like we do that every year with the Indians. Yep. Or sorry, sorry guys, the Guardians. Guardians. I'm I'm gonna mess it up a lot to just get used to it. <laughs> I think people know what it is. It's fine. Okay. I mean, everybody knows what you mean. But uh, yeah, it's it's something, and to talk about in in the National League, the big spenders, the the Mets. Um, oh. Love you it. know, I I have a I had a tweet where it's like, well, the, the, I this was when they signed uh, Starling Marte before they signed Scherzer. I was like, the Mets every off season, it, it sounds great, and then they have to like go play baseball, and then it doesn't work out. Um, <laughs> it's true. But they go out get Max Scherzer, a, a three year, one hundred and thirty <clears throat> million dollar deal. That's forty three. Point three million dollars yeah. a year. Um, I mean, honestly, I know we don't want to talk about him, but he can thank Trevor Bauer for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> sorry. Um, I think, I don't know. I think he would have got a deal similar to that too, but I think Bauer was the first one to really like for the, the annual money like that. I, I saw people going back and forth, even with the uh, Bowers agent. His, um, yeah, I seen that too, Rachel. Yeah, and like, yes and no. I think to people's point, it's like, well, Scherzer's thirty-seven. Um, that is true. He's probably, I mean, he probably wanted a short-term deal anyway, and then like you know, once he's forty, like he can kind of, if he wants to retire, cool. If he Wants to just take one year deals. deals. Yeah, like like that's cool too. Um, But I mean like for next year and probably for the year after that. um, And he does have an opt out. It's, it's, it's his decision, not, not the Mets. Um, Oh, is it it after the first year? Yeah. 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 No, it was the second year. The second year. Second, okay, so he's got to be there at least one year. Okay, but I was like, he could yeah. be leaving after the, with the Mets. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I just think, um, you know, it, it's he's definitely worth it. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, oh, obviously. 100%. I mean, at, at the Mets were my World Series pick last year. Yeah. And they're going to be, they're, um, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm rolling again with them. If they let me down again, then <laughs> it's going to be bad. But as of right now, they're my pick again. And this offseason, I mean, I mean, let's just pretend before the Scherzer deal got announced, right? Mm-hmm. Starling Marte is the yeah. only player I know that I can remember for a long time who gets better the older he gets. Yeah. I mean, my man's 33 or 34 now. Uh, 33. Just got a, 30, four-year deal. Just got a four-year deal and led the league in stolen bases. Mm-hmm. And before this year, you never really thought of Starling Marte as the guy who's going to lead the league in stolen bases, in my opinion. No, you thought about not really. a good bat, good defensive outfielder, does everything you want him to do. But mm-hmm. this man's led the league in bases, batted like 310, 320. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, four-year deal, I mean, who knows how that contract's going to look at, like, when he gets to 35 or 36. 
But in my opinion, the first two years of that contract is going to be really good for the Mets. Yep. Who knows about the last two, but if he keeps getting better, I'm not, I don't think he's going to be stealing 40 bases every year. But even when that, even when he starts to do decline, you can put him into the left. He's still probably going to play good outfield because he's just one of those guys that he reads the ball right off the bat. He doesn't, he doesn't use his speed to go get every ball, if that makes sense. He knows how to read a fly ball. Yeah, and, it'll, be, I mean, it'll be interesting. And then the they, Escobar signing. Was yeah, Escobar, um, Marcana. Like, yeah. Again, two. That's super... I think the biggest one. Yeah. I mean, Canna was somebody I would have loved to see in Cleveland. In Cleveland? Yeah. I know. Just, but I have oh, heard rumors. Okay. That before the lockout, the Indians were talking, Guardians were talking to the Mets about, um, uh, what's his name? He's I'll like the like... super utility guy. Uh, Jeff McNeil? Jeff McNeil. He'd be interested in Cleveland. Because they don't I mean, really have a spot for him now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because Canna probably goes to left. Um, Canna goes to left, Marte is center, then you have Nemo, Nemo or Conforto. Yeah, Nemo. I don't know if they – did they no, bring Confor- back Conforto yet? No, Conforto is a free agent. Okay, they have um, Nemo or Nemo and right. Nemo, yeah. Uh, at third, you got Escobar. Yeah, obviously Lindor yep. at, at, at short. Uh, second base is kind of a question. You still got Pete at first. Um, yeah. They still have well, guys – they still have yeah. guys like you know, like you said, Nimmo or, or uh, Davis. Like yeah, Davis no to play him. third, and you could ask for it second. Yeah, or um, I mean, you could do anything like that. Or Dominic Smith, like that's another oh, guy. Where... I forget about Dominic. If I was the Indians, I'd be calling for McNeil and Smith. I mean, I would offer I mean... <laughs> them a second baseman. We have plenty of them. Yep. Give them a second baseman. I, mean, I don't think our, you'd have to. I don't think you'd have to give up that much first. I don't for, think. Like, I don't think experience. so either. But just think about just think about that lineup for the Indians. You can put McNeil, can slide McNeil in a second, but Smith in the left. Yeah. And then do you put? Oh, okay. Ah, oh, let me be the GM, man. <laughs> I'll be calling him so quick. Well, listen, we don't need Dominic Smith and Jeffrey Neal. Let's make a deal. Have you ever heard? JC Mejia. Oh, we got rid of him. <laughs> yeah, we did. Hey, that, was the, heard <laughs> that was the first. That was the first official um, trade of the the new Guardians era. Was sending <laughs> the the Brewers, and you I know what? Honestly, well, it's honestly, I, I have this feeling where he's going to be like a really good relief pitcher for them. Oh, probably. You know, it's just like that's just the Indians' way, and then we're going to hear average talk about it for nine years, <laughs> probably. Can't yeah, wait. Like, I mean, it's just a, kind of like um, Kluber going to Tampa. Dude, that's it's my like, best, that's my favorite sign of the year. <laughs> isn't it like the most uh, most Tampa Bay sign I've ever seen in my life? Yeah. And the thing is, it could bust. It could, but it's but it's only gonna bust. I, I wouldn't call it a bust. It's a one year deal. I wouldn't yeah. call even if he gets hurt. It's a one year deal. Like you're not losing anything. But there's a chance that he could go sixteen and ten with like a three point one ERA or three point two. Just because it's Tampa, they can use them to go five innings a game. They get spot start them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a Tampa signing. So I hate saying. I feel like every year we say that that Tampa has that signing, but they did. Such a Tampa signing for them. Honestly, and I like Kluber. I always <clears throat> like Kluber. Oh yeah, and I mean it's just like Terry, he's... Terry Frank fucked him up. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean it's just like hey, he's um, he's just thirty five now, and there's a lot of innings on that arm. <laughs> Right, a lot of yeah. good. I mean, a, a lot, lot of good innings, but and people forget like when he was brought up, 
uh, in 2011. I mean, he was already like 25, 26 years old. Mm-hmm. So he, I mean, he wasn't one of these like young, you know, hotshot like I mean, honestly. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you're right. I mean, he was part of a, a three-team trade between the the um, the uh, Indians, Cardinals, and, and Padres. Ryan Ludwig. Yeah, Ludwig. I mean, Ludwig went uh, from the Cardinals to the Padres. We traded Westbrook to the Cardinals, and we got yep. Corey Kluber back. And I mean, two years later, I think actually, I think he was brought up in 2012. Um, he really wasn't like anything. They're like, well, maybe we could have something, you know, with him. And 2013, he was kind of like a, like a, you know, like the number six starter. Like they used him in right. relief sometimes, and they're like, oh, maybe we got something. And then 2014, well, if I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember like the timeline. I think 2013, that's when we signed Brett Myers, and he got hurt, and he and and Kluber kind of took over. And he was like, you know, pretty solid. And then fourteen, he ends up just kind of going off. And was it fourteen or fifteen? Many, I think it was fourteen. He was. Uh, I same. think fourteen. How many pitchers though have we said that about the Indians? So they get caught up, like, oh, we could have something next year that is amazing. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean even just think like about the Shane year. Bieber came up. Yeah. Well, okay, year, yeah. Sh- Shane Bieber. I mean, we knew about in the minors. He was yeah. lighting up when he came up. He really was like the first like two months. I feel like he was just an average pitcher, but we're like, I, I see something here. And then boom, but like this year, Tristan McKenzie. Yeah. No, not even McKenzie. I would say um. I would uh, say Quantrill. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We went in the year thinking he was going to be our relief, our be- one of our best relief pitchers, and yeah. at the end of the year, he was our best starting pitcher. I mean, because yeah. Bieber was out the whole year. Yep. Basically. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What? Well, any other? What other big signings were there? Well, like, I, you have any? I, you know. Which, go ahead. I I just wanted to mention um you know the Rays. I, it wasn't a free agent signing, but signing Wander Franco to an 11 year deal. Love it. Good I for mean, them. With a club option for 2023. And at that point, he'll be 32 years old, hitting free yeah. agency. So, I mean, honestly, that's every, I mean, that's that's the dream of the Indians wanted to do with Lindor, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. And the Rays did it with their, their stud. Mm-hmm. And it shows teams right there that you small market teams can still lock up your people, and yep. you should. Yep. And so 100%. that's why I don't hear anybody complain about the Indians not locking up Jose yet or Bieber. Like, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Bieber has this is his first year of arbitration. Um, yeah. So, but he's gonna get expensive here soon, and then, then yeah. like everything that happens in Cleveland, the rumors are gonna come out. One of the going to yep. get rid of Bieber. Yep. Because that's what happens. And honestly, like, I think it'll start to really heat up once we kind of figure out the, the rules of the new CBA and stuff like that. Because, you know, ideal, I mean, ideally for the players, they want, I believe it's like they want to move free agency um, for like a specific age or um, like if you're like 28 or 29, you're automatically a free agent. You sh- they should. Or, or, like five years instead of seven years of. of yeah, there should be something. I mean, I mean, I think we can both agree that the baseball free, like to get to be a free agent of baseball is ridiculous. Oh yeah. Uh, In my opinion. Thing. I think, I think there should be a couple things where it's like, if you're a player, like it, it's weird to see like a, 
like a Rene Rivera type player, right? He's like 37 years old, but he still has, but he, but because, and who's, he's been in the, the league for, I mean, I think 06 or 07 was his first year. And he's somebody who still has I like a year of arbitration left because he doesn't accumulate those like a full year. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, it's it's or like, you know, a a Ryan Lavarnway type player. You know what I mean? Guys that's Mm -hmm. been players that's been in free agency or been in the league for years, but just because they don't stick for a full season to accumulate that 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 full season. Um next thing you know they're they're kind of screwed and yeah like oh well we have the whole you know you just get dfa'd but it's like that doesn't really help them because now there's really no incentive and a lot of guys a lot of those guys aren't getting like picked up after their dfa they just go right back to the minor leagues and you know like lavarnway was called up like what three four different times this year um when somebody when uh what's his name got hurt uh roberto perez yeah so well just like in my opinion i mean the two things that need to be talked about the most like like how you just said the you you should be able to be a free agent sooner in baseball you should be able to get called up at 26 or 27 like those guys Mm -hmm. and then wait till you're 34 or 33 to become free agent. that's ridiculous in my opinion and then also there should be a salary cap floor i don't want to get too involved in the lockout things but there needs to be a salary cap floor in my opinion i'm not just so these teams have to spend money. I mean, the Rays finally did it, but the Rays wouldn't have spent money if they didn't have to. You know what I mean? They went out and did it to make their fans happy, which I appreciate them doing, but they didn't, they don't normally do that. But like the, like the Rays, Indians and Pirates, I would say the A's, like it's ridiculous. Every year, every year, they're all under 50 million and half the time they're under 40. It's not right for baseball to have these teams not spending money. Like they should be spending Baseball is a better game when every team spends money, makes their teams better, and goes out and competes. In my opinion. Well, and then you have teams like. And the thing know, is, like a hundred million, you can all you have to do is resign your players, like the Indians. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm done. That's, no, that's I all mean, you have to do. No, I, 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 100% agree with that. It's just like, hey, what? Because then you'd be, like, your players would be happy, right? Because you you have a, a true incentive to resign them, um, because you exactly. have to, not just because like. You know they're they're good players, even though like that should be incentive enough, right? Right. Um, but that's just like not how the game works. But it's just like you have, I don't know, like we talked about with the Rangers, like they've been dog shit for like three, four years, and then next thing you know, we're like, all right, we're just spending all the money. It's like, all right, oh, okay, where did this yeah. come from? You always had it, like what? Right. Yeah. It just like yeah. like Detroit. I, I, don't, I don't like it at all. Like Detroit, yeah, they go out six years, one hundred and forty million, uh, for Javi Baez. Uh, obviously, like I knew, I I know that they had money, um, you know, seven eight years ago, when they had that stellar pitching rotation. Obviously, they signed Verlander long term. They signed uh, Miggy long term, um, but it's like they they've been nothing. Like they they haven't been a factor in free agency, but like now they're like, all right, well, let's go all in. They get Javi Baez, right. they go out Eduardo Rodriguez, a, a five year seventy seven million dollars. Like, you know, they're spending two hundred million dollars, and it's like, well, where have you been mm-hmm. the last handful of years? 
I, I, I agree. It's, it's ridiculous. These teams should at least spend a hundred million every, or not spend a hundred million, but your, your they, salary they on your to team should be a hundred million. million. Yeah, they should yeah. get to a hundred million. And and like I said, as like as a Guardians fan, I'm not even saying that that means you go spend fifty million to get players, but no, you can spend fifty million to re-sign your own. <laughs> yeah, like that's all I want as a, a Guardians fan. It's I I can live with us not going to get people because I know how our our front office works with like our prospects and stuff, but re-sign our own people is when I get mad. That's when I get frustrated. Jose Ramirez should be an Indi- a guardian for life. Shane Bieber should be a guardian for life. You should make that happen. There's no reason you're like, you know what, Jose? We know you've literally been our offense for five years. Even when Frankie was here, you were our best player. We didn't want to agree to it then. We didn't want to accept it, but you were. But we're going to have to trade you. We're going to get 17 prospects back, and hopefully one of them hits. Like, no. Stop. Stop it. It shouldn't but, happen. Right, because none of those prospects are going to ever be what Jose, Jose. is. Yes. So that and that's the, I don't even give a shit. He's 35 and bad. I don't care. <laughs> he did what he was supposed to do. Sign him. Fuck. Sorry. No, but I mean, like, again, that's the reality of, like, the situation of, hey, get to a salary cap floor, and then, again, just incentivize teams to just keep their good players. Yeah, and if you're, and exactly. again, and then if you're like, maybe like the pirates who don't have that player, um, maybe it, well, then it just, it helps out everybody because maybe they just end up signing a whole bunch of, you know, one or two year deals. And um, it, it kind of like, uh, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like think what I'm trying to say. It 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 ends up the players they get money because certain right. teams have to hit that threshold, and maybe they put out a halfway decent team. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or it's like I mean, they're halfway decent, but they know they're not going anywhere, and then they mm-hmm. end up you know trading them for prospects and then starting the whole thing over again. Exactly. That's I think that's a, that K you hit on the button right there. That's a thing that people don't understand. The players would be happy because instead of getting minor league deals. Some of these guys were getting one-year $5 million deals, one-year three, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'll be getting something more than a one-year deal worth $1 million with a chance with an invited screen training. Like, you know what I mean? And honestly, getting it'll, more than it, that. It'll be like the NBA, honestly, where yeah, you have – Yeah, where you have there's some no... guys that get overpaid. Yeah. And it's okay because you in baseball, it's everybody trades with everybody in baseball. Yeah. It's so easy to trade in baseball. And like you said, for like even us, let's say, let's say the floor comes up, right? Mm-hmm. We re-sign Jose. They, that's the first thing they do. They re-sign Jose to, I don't know, that's just, what, what what's the number you think? Like seven years, 200 mil. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. They give him a lot of money. Our, we need to spend 15 more million. We go out and get get like a Jock Peterson to one year, 10 million. You know what I mean? Or somebody mm-hmm. like that. I'm, I'm trying to think of a guy. If he doesn't work out for the Indians, you know what they can do? Or if he does good and the Indians are bad or the Guardians are bad, you trade, trade him. him. You get a prospect back. Yep. Yeah, it's like that's a thing. Like, I don't think people understand. Like, it's still going to work out for the teams too, and the players. The players will get paid. The teams will can still do their trading, still get prospects, still do everything they do normally. Mm-hmm. So, it's instead of guys being on little deals, they're going to be on a little bigger of a deal. No, I 100% agree. Now, the only yeah. thing is, it's like the rich teams. Um, they're not going to like that because in order, this is what we talked about a handful of episodes ago. 
um, when it was first kind of reported that they wanted a salary salary cap floor, but like, you know, teams to basically pay a tax um, if they go over like a limit, not even a limit, just like they go over, it's, it's not even a cap really, um, but after a certain amount of money. So the Dodgers can't just do whatever they want and the Yankees and all that stuff. And then basically if you're, that money that goes over that from the over tax or whatever goes to the teams like, you know, like Cleveland and Tampa in order for them to kind of hit, hit that threshold. And I think teams like the Yankees and, you know, Boston and LA, I think what they're worried about, well, they don't want, I mean, just imagine the raise with like a hundred million dollars. Imagine then with like $80 million. I mean, yeah. Even, even, you know, the, the Indians, like in 2017, when they had like 120 million, like they went out and they were a really fucking good team and they went yeah. out and uh, won 22 in a row. They, I think they won what, over a hundred games that year. Like, mm-hmm. They were super talented. So, you know, it just, I mean, it's just one of those scares things. Them. Yeah. And I think obviously that, that is what scares them because to a certain extent, like, you know, they are the minor league. I don't want to say minor league, but like they we're are a farm like, system for a big yeah, league team. We're, yeah, exactly. We're the farm system for a lot of teams. And so are the Rays and a lot of these like lower market teams. Um, so, yeah, that's. Um, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, the Pirates' last good season was, I, I can't remember, but like. What, 2013 ish? With, yeah, with, with 2013, McCutcheon. McCutcheon and all them guys. And now look, they're all gone. Yep. Not even close to being there. The only guy they kept was Polanco. He was trash. Yeah, that guy was oof. Like. Yeah. He was supposed to be the next McCutcheon, and then they ended up finding out that he couldn't do anything. Um, any uh, other like notable deals that, that you really liked? Um let me look. I, I think Kluber was the big one for me. Um I really like um Adardo, No, not Eduardo. Um oh he didn't go to – the team he's go, he went to maybe is, like, a surprise. But I'm happy Marcus Schulman got paid. I think he deserves it. Oh, yeah. He's been a really good pitcher for a while now. And, I mean, it, it sucks that the Mets – I mean, I get what the Mets did. It went and got surgery. You can't really pass up on surgery if you had the opportunity to get him. Mm-hmm. But Schulman was – you could argue was a top five pitcher last year in baseball. He just doesn't get strikeouts, but he gets outs. Like, he gets every he gets people out the way – he doesn't do it flashy. Does that make sense? Yep. He's also the best, one of the best defensive pitchers in baseball, too. So I'm happy he got paid. He deserves it. Um, was I think three years, 71 million from the Dodgers? No, Cubs. No, uh, Cubs. Yeah. Three years, 71 million for the Cubs. And then the other, I liked another one. Um, and I, and I honestly, I like that move. Um, because he's 30 at 33, he could go out and Get, oh get yeah, get more it. money, or go, or even go. At that time, he can go to a championship team if he wants to. Yeah, but I, I one thing, just a little rant here. I dislike when people, and we have some people in our in our friend group who do this. So if you listen, this is about you too. We have some people who uh, who say, "Well, he kissed his championship hopes goodbye." Like, I understand that everybody wants to win a championship in the end of the day, but also you shouldn't just they. People have lives to live too. Like it's it's hard to look at seventy-one million dollars. Like, oh, you're not going to win a championship. Like, seventy-one million dollars is a lot of money. Like, trust me, I think all of us want to win the championship if you're in the in the sport. But I think getting your money, you can't hate a guy for wanting to get money too. 
I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what he makes his living on. But that's my little rant. And the other uh, signing I liked a lot was um, Kendall Graveman going to the White Sox. I think after last year and their whole uh, uh, trade of um, uh, he was with the Cubs. What's his name? Um, Kimbrel. Kimbrel. Yeah, I don't think it really worked out the way they wanted to. So I think, and I think Graveman's a good. Uh, we we were all shocked that Seattle traded him in the first yeah. place. So I think that's a good sign for the White Sox. Yeah, I think uh, that was kind of weird, right? Because they still have Tapera. I think they still have another year of of um, of Kimbrel. They still have uh, Hendricks as like yeah, he's going out and getting every every closer possible to be in the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, <laughs> one of your should be good, right? One of you could get us the last three outs. Right. Just, What's or, funny too, because half the time the problem is it's not in the last inning; it's the eighth. Half the time, like Krimble was not good pitching. Good as a setup, no, no, he wasn't yeah. at all. And it's funny because if you look at stats, eighth inning statistically a little harder than the ninth. Mm-hmm. Just how like yeah, I the think lineup they said, flips like, over. The lineup flips over, and they said halftime in the eighth inning, like players believe more than the ninth. Take whatever you want, believe in that. Mm-hmm. But they know that they have another chance in the ninth. So in the eighth, they're like a little more like upbeat. Yeah, and but, I mean, or, like aggressive. I, it's kind of interesting to see that. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah, and so it's kind of interesting to see how half these closers have a tough time pitching the eighth inning. Yeah, and and it's also like, I wonder if there is, you know, just added pressure of like, they know how good their closer is, and it's just like, all right, I just need to do my job in in order for us to not go that to, closer. Well, yeah, well, no, right. Just like get to get to our guy who's gonna lock it up in the ninth. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, hundred percent could be it too. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see that. Yeah, I mean, again, like Graven, it's just kind of funny how, like, the White Sox are like, oh uh, yeah, we're just gonna um, have every reliever ever on our team now. <laughs> yeah. One of you guys gonna work out. Yeah, along with, um, you know, a rotation that's still pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I like Chris Taylor going back to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. Kind of being a, a jack of all trades uh, for them. Uh, Kevin Gossman going to Toronto, uh, five years, one hundred and ten million. That's pretty. I, I mean, I like that move um, for them. You know, a little surprising that, like, I I do wonder what San Francisco is going to be now with no Gossman because he was so good for them. Um, mm-hmm. They bring back uh, Di Scrafani. They they bring back Alex Wood, but it's like, you know, Gosman was just like the real deal. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. Boston is also interesting. One year deal for James Paxton, who didn't p- pitch last year uh, after being hurt. Um, they bring in Rich Hill. They bring in Michael Waka. It's like I, they, I don't really know yeah. what what to think. They about brought a lot years. of broken tools and hope one of them can get back together. Right, right. Um, you know, it's just. It's I don't like, like the of, trade they just made, though, a little bit ago either. Yeah, getting rid of. With the Brewers? Yeah, getting rid of Hunter Renfro. Yeah, for, Hunter Renfro was. And then, I, I mean, I understand Bradley plays really good defense, but that's all he can do. Yeah, <laughs> and especially that really last year. He giving was, away a big part of your offense. He was like the worst hitter, I think. Last yeah, year. in baseball. Yeah. Like one of, in baseball, he was one of them, and like Hunter Renfro was one of the best hitters. I feel like if you look at like, especially on Boston teams, he was one of the best. I would say, 
Yeah, and it's just, I don't know. I, I felt like, hey, if you have Hunter Renfro, you just keep him in right and you just move Verdugo to center like full time. Yeah. Obviously, it's like it's Jackie only has one year deal on his one year left on his deal. Um, but it's just like, why? I just, I just, I don't, I don't feel like he's going to start. That's my thing. I still, I mean, because in my, I mean, who, who do they have playing left for them? I'm trying to think. Um, I can't even think who plays alpha for them. I know Verdugo. Oh, JD. No, JD's no, DH. No, JD's like their DH. Um, Boston. Red Sox. Would it be Kiki? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Kiki's. Kiki's. He played center. Most well, he was playing the center. Playoff. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it was. What's his name? Um. Uh, what's uh. Verdugo. Verdugo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I if they just think that they can put Bradley in center to play defense, and the other two can play left and right, and he can help them, I guess maybe. But I don't know. Like I said, he just he doesn't do enough hitting for me to be like to justify trading Hunter Renfro for. Yeah, no, and I also I, feel like Hunter Renfro is really most one of the most underappreciated players in the league too. But that's that's oh, like yeah. that dude's always hitting the ball. I mean, he had one down year that was with the Rays two years ago. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And up until then, he was crushing the ball with everybody else. So, well, with the Padres for a while. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay, hold on. Their depth chart. Because now it's just bothering me. Yeah, um, I, know. I think it yeah. was Verdugo. So, as of right now, this Kiki. is what they have. They have Kiki in left, Jackie Bradley in center, Verdugo in right. Okay. And then they kind of so Verdugo have... must have been playing left. Yeah, during the playoffs. Yeah, and then or they right still have, they the have Jaron Duran. He's kind of in there. Oh, um, Duran! That's a so, very young guy. I like. So maybe he's like their center fielder going forward, probably. And, and then, then they have Bradley being there. Yeah, and then they, obviously they have JD DHing. It's like okay. The other good guy for them that came out of nowhere last year was the uh, Arroyo. Christian Arroyo, the third baseman, shortstop, from the Indians had for one year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind of want to play. Really, yeah, he was like he was like number one pick by the Rays like a couple years ago, and he finally started to prove it last year. Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, like I'm, I'm trying to like remember him, but yeah, he finally like I think he took over their second baseman spot. Um, yeah, when he took over when what's his face. Uh, somebody got hurt for them, and then he took over, and then never looked back. But then he got hurt, yep. And then Kiki was their base, and then he came back. Kiki went to the outfield, and they were Royal Bat second. And and then all Kiki did was just hit home runs, just fucking rake, dude. Um, yeah. So okay, we talked about guys who signed, guys who didn't sign. This is where it gets. I mean. I mean, honestly, the only one the only one I think that's worth talking about is Correa. In my opinion, I think he fucked himself. He, I mean, maybe. He's still going to get his money, but I think it's only two teams bidding now. If you look at the teams, I think the Yankees won them. But the Yankees have been known for not spending money anymore, like how they used to. Yeah. They're not going above the cap that they used to do. Mm-hmm. And then um, who's the other one? The Astros? But what, they offered the Astros him, what, like a five-year like 150. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like the same as Baez, and you would think that he gets what Seager gets or more. I mean, so 
I mean, I think he still gets his money, but I think a lot of the teams that are bidding on him are gone. I think he yeah. also – I don't think he screwed himself. I think he got screwed that the other shortstops decided to sign. Half the time, the player – the players wait for the top guy to sign, so then they, he resets the market. Mm-hmm. But these guys are like, nah, we're, we're going to get our money, which I respect. I, I like it. Well, I, also I think, think they that, kind of screwed Crea. I, I But I also think, like, there's just a number of other players. Like, like Story didn't sign yet, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's just like this shortstop class was just it's so deep. Loaded. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, the fact that, like, we could have eventually had or potentially had somebody like Lindor on the market with Baez, with Correa, with Trevor Story. Um, I Yeah. It's kind of insane, actually. I think it's interesting to think if Lindor played this year and he get signed, what would he sign for? Would he get less um, than Baez? So he get kind of like Baez. Or do you think he'll still get what he got? I think he'll still get what he got, honestly. Okay. Because a lot of people don't view him like they used to. Man, I still do just because of defense. And then he does hit the ball at eight. Like, he can still get a hold of one. Mm-hmm. He's, like, dead to water on offense. But I still think he's the best defensive shortstop in baseball. Or one of the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no no doubt. But, I mean, there's some interesting free agents. Uh, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, he was linked to I think Texas. he goes back to the Dodgers. But he was still, I mean. Yeah, he was I think so. Texas. But he was linked to Texas. Uh, yeah. Chris Bryant. Uh, Freddie Freeman. Chris Bryant out there surprises me a lot. Freeman, the Braves need to jump on that as soon as the lockout ends because the longer he's out there, the longer these teams are going to start offering a little more money. Yeah, I think I think you're right, and it seems because, like he doesn't I want mean, a, a super ridiculous deal either. Either no, I heard I've heard like six years one fifty or six years like one eighty or something like that. Which yeah, for your franchise sound... player, like you yeah, want him for, one of the best first baseman in the last ten years, you can make the argument. Well, right, and you want again, you want to keep your guys and. The, the fact that if Freddie Freeman plays for another team, it's going to be sick. It's going to be weird. And yeah, <laughs> I just don't like weird. that. I just don't like yeah, it the, at all. The one team that's like sniffing around Freeman that I keep hearing about, but the longer he stays out there is the Padres. Oh, him and, him and Tatis are really good friends. Yep. Tatis is Freeman's favorite player. Son's favorite His player. Son, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, um, they're trying to move Hosmer. I mean, they're they're really yeah. trying. They they they've I've heard they put on like they've put a pretty good like top ten prospect on with Hosmer just to get his fucking money off the team. Yeah, so, but that's interesting. Got to deal me. with Eric Hosmer. That's that's the issue. Right. No, I agree. But like a team like I'm saying, like the end are willing to eat some of his contract. So I mean, like a team like like the A's or the the Pirates that they want to like just take guy on for. And yeah, half maybe. his contract is eight, and you get a good prospect back. Yep. I'm just saying, I could I could see them getting Freeman and then trading Hosmer like right after that. That's all I'm saying. No, 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 no. I uh, no, I agree. I mean, it would just be a uh, man. Just imagine. Oof. Yeah. It, I just I was just trying to like picture it. It's just like, yeah, you get this top prospect, but it's also like Eric Hosmer yeah, first baseman. Right. Honestly, well, the like, one thing I thought about too is like. KC. Well, I was just going to say they got Santana. Yeah, but you could you could could DH one of those guys. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, like I feel like that would be that would be like a more incentivized move almost. You know what I mean? Like, all right, you know, bring him back. We'll take your top. top The fans would actually be happy about that, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, let's see some of these names. I mean, Kenley Jansen. I mean, he was linked to Miami. That's kind mm-hmm. of interesting. Nick Cassianos. 
Yeah, Nick Cassianos. And I mean, Miami went Guardian. That, I mean, that'd be awesome. But like Miami went out <laughs> and they got Avisail Garcia. They they uh, signed an extension to Sandy Alcantara. Like, you know, they're, they're out here doing stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like, like you love to see that. Um, yeah. Well, I, anytime a team retains their own players, I love it. That's something that's good for baseball, in my opinion. Oh, 1,000%. Uh yeah, Castellanos. I mean, man, at twenty one million, like, like you can't tell me like a three year deal, like that would be like that would be perfect. Dude, I I, I would then, go nuts if we re, if we sign Castellanos. And and again, Castellanos is one of those guys where like he's not like he's not ever gonna get probably that long term deal. But I if, I feel like he's just gonna be like a hired bat every like two to three years. And hit free agency mm-hmm. and whatever team. And clubhouses love them. Yo, yeah, that too. Now you'd have to sell them on playing in uh, in Detroit for either nine or ten games a year. Again, that's true. Um, but I mean, ideally, I mean that would be oof, that'd be so. That's nice. my that's my guy. I want the most. That would be so much fun. <laughs> I just yeah, I'm thinking about I, it. Right I love now. it. Uh, you know Trevor Story, he's still out there. Nelson Cruz, I mean, again, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be surprising to see if he gets a major league deal this year. Yeah, I mean, they have they have market value for him at fourteen million. I mean, yeah, I mean that's the thing. You get a one year deal for ten to fourteen million. You sign him. I I can see it. A team doing it because then if he doesn't pan out, you trade him to a NL team that's a contender or an AL team. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. To DH for the rest of the year, and then I'll team to got be a guy that comes off the bench. Yep. Yep. Uh, Conforto, he's valued at nineteen million a year. Um, Conforto is interesting to me too. I feel like he's never hit his full potential yet. No, I I would probably agree with that. Um, you know, like you said, Korea, Kyle Schwarber at twelve million. He's another guy. Yeah. I mean, he he could play corner outfield, and he could play first base now. Like. I wouldn't be opposed to him. Um, it'll be interesting to see what like an Eddie Rosario gets because you know, outside I mean, you kind of knew what he was in Minnesota. This year with Cleveland, he was just meh, honestly. Who and was that? Just Rosario, Eddie Rosario. Oh yeah. And then and well, the I next think, thing I think he's somebody again. Yeah, I I think so, but it's like, is it gonna be like a one year deal with like high money? Like right or is it one year eight? It's like one year eight million. You gotta think like coming off of the postseason he had, like he's gonna want more money. (laughs) Yeah, true. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, a free agent, he's valued at twenty one million. I I'm not a huge fan of him. Carlos Rodon, twenty four million, he's valued at. uh, I'm just kind of going through like the list of names. I mean, there's not. There's not much, like, outside of, like, the big, big names, you know what I mean? Right. Um, okay. For the Guardians. What, um, obviously you said Castellanos, but, like, let's be realistic here. I mean, honestly, it's, to me, it's Castellanos, so you go get a guy on a matterly deal. Or you just go with the team you have. That's not a good option. I mean, I, I hate to say it like that, but that's what it feels like. 
that's just not a good outfield. That's what sucks. It isn't at all. But I mean, like, like you uh, right now, you have Naylor in left or right. Maybe Jock. You have Straw in center. Maybe Jock. I, w- I wouldn't mind Jock. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind like another outfield, like a one year, like an Eddie kind of type deal again for some one of these guys. Here's here's what what sucks. Not sucks, but just like the reality of the situation. Having a guy like Reyes lock up your DH really kind of limits your your roster and your picking. It does. Because like imagine, you know, a Solaire or even maybe like a Nelson Cruz on a one year deal. Like you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like I mean I think our I think our infield set, I mean they I guess they could bring in a second baseman. A second baseman. But, but the thing point, is, you have 90 that could play day one already that we have in our roster. I mean, you have Miller. I'm not saying these guys are good. I'm just saying you have Miller there. You have um, Clement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I highly doubt all these guys are making the roster to start on a screen train. You know what I mean? Well, I think I, mean, it's I think Clement does. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Just because utility. Yeah. I think he's the only guy on the team right now that can play. I mean, I guess Miller can too, but I think Clement gives you more of a speed factor and he can play the corner out with spots if you need him to. I don't know. See, it's interesting. It's, I would say, I would say, if they make any moves, it's second base or corner outfield. You know, it's funny though. Like, what do they got? Story, stories, a one year deal, just to reset them, put them at second. Why would you put one of the better defensive shortstops? Oh, okay. What do they get? My boy, I'm mad at second. I yes, I would do that. I mean, but I mean again, that's but it's just not realistic. See, that's that's what sucks about this whole situation. (laughs) It's just not realistic. I do say, I do say, I do think this though. The longer these guys are on the market, the 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 better chance Cleveland has a snagging one up. It's kind of like what happened with um Michael Borden, Edwin, and Canarsion, and even yeah, and Swisher. Yeah, yeah. The longer these guys are on the market. The more the money goes down, like if stories on the market, let's say they, they become they get a deal done in December, right? Mm-hmm. So these guys can sign again. If he's still on the market come February, I mean I could see the Indians snagging him then. Or like snagging someone like I go like a Nick event Cassianos if he's not signed. But that's the only way, in my opinion. Like we're not getting these guys if they're not we're not gonna get in a bidding war. We're basically like the last team, like, what are these guys off you? What do you think you need? How about we give you like one million more? <laughs> Like, what did we get born? Four years, 48 million, something like that? Yeah, and Swisher was four years, like, 56 million. Yeah, like, they weren't huge deals. I mean, it's sad, because in Cleveland, those are fucking huge, but giant in real life, yeah, they're not huge. Deals, yeah. But, honestly, like, just honestly, imagine what, those guys here, like, four years, 70. Yeah. Like, ah, I wish. Honestly, what it comes down to is whatever the this new CBA thing, because that's going to... Yeah. I mean, ultimately, like, everything's in a holding pattern until then. Um, mm-hmm. but if there's a salary cap floor, not a cap floor, but like a, uh, yes, a floor, but maybe not salary cap, however, they're going to word it, a payroll floor. Um, yeah. you know, that's going to definitely factor into, uh, into how teams operate this year or this 100%. off season after, because then if, if that happens, the next, I think, I think all like the, the tier B and, and C free agents, all those guys fly are gonna, off the board. Yeah, they're gonna fly. Yeah, a hundred, a thousand percent. And then, yeah. and then I think what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna have a player like maybe like a Trevor Story, who halfway through spring training, um, they're going. He's gonna sign with someone super late. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I agree 100%. And that's why I think, like, if there's a floor and that comes out, like, they, they agree and they're like, hey, a floor, the CBA comes in effect the 15th, let's say mm-hmm. in January, right? Yeah. yeah. In January, the, if the, the Indians don't go out and sign a big name free agent that's left or re sign one of their players right away, I'm going to be pissed. Would you? The thing is, even if they re-sign Ramirez, and well, that's yeah, if they re-sign that... Ramirez and Bieber, they still yeah. would have like ten to twelve, ten to twenty million to spend. Probably, they're at forty million right now, right? I think. I think, so. I think so. They're at forty million. If they re-sign Jose to twenty million dollars a year, that's sixty, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he wants more, but then they do Bieber. Bieber's probably not going to get that. Like he's going to get a lot, but he's probably not going to get like top market yet because he still is like four years away from arbitration. Mm-hmm. So let's say he gets twenty million a year. That's still twenty million to spend. Yeah, well, I mean, at least going in because then he, they'll just like increase his, uh, his like arbitration years. They'll give him more money in those years in order to keep him long term. Like, you know, right. that's that's just kind of how they do it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's interesting. It, it's definitely interesting. Man, it just, I wish that they were. It's just in discussions with players. Like th- this is why it's so boring being Indians, Guardians, man, whatever you whatever you want to claim that Cleveland's baseball team. Because <laughs> you just know like they're gonna sit and they're gonna wait. And like ultimately they have a pretty good track record of things working out. Um right. last year it really didn't with uh Eddie Rosario even though I think we were all kind of like, all right, like he's kicked our ass for seven years, six, seven years in Minnesota. Like, like we know he's a good hitter and, you know, it, it kind of, you know, solidified like the, the top five in our lineup. And then he just wasn't good and then he got hurt and then he never played for us again. <laughs> exactly. So it just, that's what sucks. I think, honestly. That's what that's what really sucks. I don't know. Did I did I make this? Did I make the joke when we talked about second baseman? Um, you know, because I kept making like, oh, Freddie Galvis is somebody who, you know, makes a lot of sense. Right? Makes a lot of sense. Uh, he, he, yesterday I think he signed with uh, a team in Japan, so we could cross <laughs> well, him fuck. off the list. Yeah. Damn. We're, what we're, are we gonna screwed. do now? And and Cesar <laughs> Hernandez went to Washington, so He's what so are awesome. we gonna do? Yeah, we get this. I get to see him not be able to handle a backhand again. Overhead a fat, overhead a fastball. Yeah, that too. No, wait. Can he hit a fastball? And ha- no, he couldn't. No, hit he, a fastball could, he couldn't hit, hit a fastball. Yeah, he had the lowest batting average against uh, fastballs and the highest batting average against breaking balls. Makes sense, you know, because that's usually what players struggle on. Yeah, and then instead of hitting two seventy like he did his entire career, he hit two thirty and hit more and hit like. 13 more home runs. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Well, I think yeah, it'll do it. It's right? a good one. Is it, yeah. it, and yeah. I think next next episode, we're going to go over the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because uh, that's very close. You know, the um, a lot of the writers are talking about, you know, their ballots. And I've seen turn on one name at a time. So yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> but we're going to talk about all that next week. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that'll do it for this episode. You know, we're back uh, again. You know, weekly that, episodes also, uh, again. Yeah. 
also I want to say it's my fault we were gone. I got That's married. Uh, I had a long honeymoon, and up until the marriage, up to the marriage, up until getting married, I was busy the whole fucking time. So, but we are back. We're good. Hopefully, this lockout doesn't last long, so we can get back talking about things like, and not just make stuff up every week. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, like, hey, like we could always, you know, that's the thing about this podcast. It's, you know, two friends just talking baseball. So even if we have to go like through, you know, our favorite memories, like like we're going right. to do stuff we'll like that. that. You know what I mean? Because like, exactly. the reality of the situation is, you know, what I think one week we'll probably go into the lock, like go deep dive into the lockout. Why? Um, what the players want and, and all that stuff. Why the owners suck. Yeah, we'll get yeah. into all of it. Like I, but I honestly felt like this, you know, first episode back, I think it was good to just kind of like, hey, we were super wrong about the Braves. And also like, <laughs> like hey, free agency happened. Teams. Yeah. Like, oh, free agency. And well, I, I picked the Braves to to win their divi- division. Right? No, I didn't. I, don't, I, I, I think, think I think I did. I had to go all have, the way. So I'd have to go through, make the fucking I think, playoffs. I'd have to go through my notes here. <laughs> I think I picked. I do, I'll, I'll be look at it. and I'll call you out next episode. If I don't call you out, it's because you were right. I'm not talking about it then. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm hoping preview. <laughs> no, I had the Braves. I had the Braves winning. Um, what was I wrong with? I had the Nats of the wild card team. Yikes! I had Philly in last. Yikes! Uh, I had Cardinal. I didn't have the Brewers. I had them being third. That was your pick all the way. Um, Thank you. I was actually had by the Brewers. I had the Dodgers winning the NL. Uh I had the ground winning the Cy Young, which he honestly he he would have if he didn't get hurt. Because mm-hmm. he I mean he was on an insane run. I had Juan Soto as MVP and Bryce Harper ends up getting it, but I mean Juan Soto, I think you can make the argument. Is... I mean, Juan Soto, I mean we're gonna we talk about him all the time, but I mean you were the first one to talk about it, but there's in 15 years he could be the best base player of all time. Yeah, I mean, we. And that's not even not under. It's not. No, he, no, he's. It's he not. More, I read an insane stat yesterday, and I, I I don't watch a lot of the Rockies, so I don't know about this guy too. I mean, I know about him, but I only hear about him and stuff. Mm-hmm. He has more career walks than Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman, I feel like has been in the league for ninety <laughs> years. The he fact that has Juan been. Soto has more, and he bats lead off. Um, and like I said, I'm not trying to. I'm, this isn't bad talking Blackman. I like Blackman. But you would think of a leadoff guy to defend the league for at least 10 years. Mm-hmm. Would have more walks than a guy to defend the league, what, three now, four? Yeah. It just that's insane. But, yeah, well, that's another day, too. Well, <laughs> we I mean, have a whole episode with Juan and Soto. I think we've, and I think we've talked about Juan Soto, like, a number of times on this podcast, if, if I remember correctly. Like, yeah, and it's not enough. Yeah, it really – I mean, it's it incredible. really isn't. He doesn't get he's, talked about enough. He is – I think he's going to be the, the greatest player ever. I mean, yeah, like, there's a legitimate argument that he can like, easily do it. If he continues like, on the path he's doing. Because he started so young. Yeah. And I know we said we were going to end this podcast, but it just, I love talking about Juan Soto. <laughs> because he started so young, it's entirely possible for him to reach Barry Bonds in home run um, and, and be the new home run king. At like 38 years old. Yeah. And that's not including if he has a, a couple big years. That, that's sooner. the thing. That's a, that's him averaging like 33 home runs a year. Yeah. Which for him is not a lot. It really, it, it really isn't. He, 
yeah. it really isn't. And that doesn't That's count in that doesn't even count in the year as well. They're gonna go to DH and they're gonna play a lot of DH too. Well, I think that's the other like, thing too. You know, when we talk about these free agents, like if there is a full time DH, like that's going to open up a lot of jobs for a lot of players in the yeah. National League. So, mm-hmm. guys is, like Edwin would still be playing baseball right now, and I, I, I oh yeah, a hundred percent, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, Nelson Cruz will get another job somewhere, um, mm-hmm. and maybe in in the NL, like. You know, I think a team like the Braves would be more willing to, and again, it sounds weird, but like, hey, we'll give Freddie Freeman his six, seven year deal because in year six or seven, he'll be a DH for us. Yeah, exactly. So, Even though that shouldn't be a discussion either way, they should resign. No, but I yeah. 100% agree with what you're saying. Like, because I think that's ultimately what, why Albert Pujols ended up going to LA. So, yeah. Which is just, it's so weird. The fact that yeah. I think he's played the same amount of years with the Cardinals and LA, that it's it's just kind of disgusting. It's just not right. <laughs> it's really yeah. not right. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> so oh, all right. I think all right. we we settled everything. We can't talk about something else. If we do, we'll, we'll be able to another minutes. two hours. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Gabe, Thanks, everyone. Shout, shout out shout out your Twitter and uh since you're running the podcast uh twitter you want to oh, yeah. shout that one out too yep um yeah follow me at yana gave 13 y-a-n-e-z-g-a-b-e-1-3 and then also follow leadoff talk on twitter uh l-e-a-d a i mean oh my god l-e-a-d-o-f-f-t-a-l-k i've never had to shout anything out other than mine than yours so i i can't spell so there you go i did great the second time um follow us i'll be posting We'll, we'll post the pod to obviously our channels too, but I will be posting it on that channel as well. And hopefully that can get start going so people can see all the pods whenever they get posted. But um, yeah, we appreciate everybody watching. Okay. You can go and shout out yours now. Don't misspell it. Well, I know how to spell my name. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Actually, this is, I'm going to butcher my own name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin knows CLE. That is Caitlin K A T E L I N. <laughs> knows k-n-o-w-s and c-l-e and uh yeah uh be sure to follow lead off talk on twitter and like like he said you know we'll we'll post all the uh the links on there um i'm sure we'll start posting what well, not i'm sure we will we will be start posting clips on there from the podcast um you know just kind of one like hey this is this is the account for this specific podcast so just it's a centralized location for these things so exactly just um, makes it a little easier yeah exactly so digging uh, in our personal channels you can see them all in one spot but uh, but also like hey you know we, we'll we'll do all three like yeah exactly we're gonna we're gonna be posting all on every episode or on every account that we have so um exactly. all friends well as always take it easy <laughs>